Hello, and welcome back to the Electric Punch Podcast. I'd like to remind our audience that we stand with women's rights to bodily anatomy and what a woman does with her body is her own goddamn business. With that being said, also fuck fentanyl fentanyl dealers. You guys are fucking murderers selling death for profit. You guys are cocksuckers. Kill yourselves. Um, Be safe, my friends. Carry Narcan. Test what you buy. Don't buy bunk shit. Be safe. Just know what you're buying and be, be safe about what be what we're doing. We're a community. We got to st- stick together and we got to watch out for each other. We got to make sure we stay safe. Also, fuck Russia and fuck the police while we're at it. Fuck pretty much everybody, fuck but every fuck pretty much everybody but the community right now. Um. So with that, <clears throat> I would like. I am absolutely t- delighted to welcome tonight's guest. From killing it at Reconnection, doing a killer at opening for Jansen, slaying it at, at 420 Fest, and about to bring the house down at Nightingale House, Austin Hackman, a.k.a. Subsick. Yo, yo, thanks for having me. What's up? Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you for coming on. It's uh, hard to coordinate things. Time is crazy. Yeah. Technology problems are crazy. Um, but life is life. Thank you for taking the time and making it out here. Yeah, thanks for having um, me, man. So my first question would have to be, yours 2050, 30 years in the future. You're the second mate of a space pirate ship. Your captain dies, so all of a sudden you're a, spa- tw- you're, you're a space captain of a space pirate ship in the future. What is your space pirate name? What do you name your ship? And are you going with a peg leg or an eye patch? Um, let's go with the eye patch to start things off, honestly. Yeah, eye patch is nice. Um, and then hopefully in the future, my uh, my pirate ship is flying. A yeah. flying pirate ship. Yeah. So definitely, we'll, we'll, definitely we'll gonna call be a flying pirate ship. We'll call that the snot rocket. Yeah. And I'm just gonna be Captain Subsig. We'll just not original at Keep all. Keep it real. Know? Keep yeah. it real. <laughs> Um, so why don't you tell me about music growing up in your life? Do you come from much of a musical household? Um, kind of. So my dad played piano and bass guitar like a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but basically what started it off for me was, um, like, um, my dad had a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. And, uh, it was like production, of some sort. I don't know if it was legit or not, but it was a, it was a CD probably for mm-hmm. a computer honestly. But he put it in his PlayStation. He was able to make beats using the controller. It would oh, read that's it, the, it would read it the same way. So kind of like DJ Hero before DJ Hero yeah. was a thing. Yeah, that's bad that's badass. I was so young. I really don't remember how old I was. I was probably like 6 or so. Mm-hmm. And uh anyway, FL Studio is what I use. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it resembled that it's very nostalgic for me absolutely so what do you think the best gift anyone has ever given you the best gift anybody has ever given me um shit that's a good question honestly mixing it up i see yeah doing Um, doing my best yeah um, (laughs) honestly on that probably probably my child Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Can't argue with that. Um, 100%. I celebrate not, not a Father's Day. Unfor- fortunately, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depends on how you look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Understood. 
So how many uh, Facebook friends do you have, and how many of them do you think you actually communicate with? I think I have like 1,400 mm-hmm. when I check. Um, I think I only talked probably like 30 of those people. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a little, good little handful, but like definitely not day-to-day. Yeah. Day-to-day, maybe have, like five. Yeah, same. I definitely have like four or five. I but definitely like I, keep I still a check in with the others, you know. With some people. I definitely keep Snapchat streaks with yeah. people. Um, so why don't you tell me about your family support system and like how do they feel about your musical career? Um, everybody is very, very supportive, honestly. I'm very thankful for all my friends, all my mm-hmm. family. You know what I mean? Um, they're all really supportive. Uh, it's hard to make time for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. But other than that, I mean, yeah, they, I do my best. They know I do my best. It's, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. So say you're making music, desktop, laptop, God forbid, a tablet. What are you using? And like, do you have your own room set up for making music? Do you, or what, what's your setup like? So I have like a gaming PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have a laptop, but I couldn't render as many tracks yeah. of like just a synthesizer doing its thing. My computer would like freeze up and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, fuck, they, fuck Razor too. Yeah, We're adding them yeah, to the list. The Razor, my fuck, laptop fuck. is weak. Um, <laughs> that that you're paying for the brand, not the computer. Yeah. It's nothing special on that one for sure. But um, yeah, just Windows. Gaming PC, I need that big brain, and yeah, I have I have to have uh, the whole setup. I have like eight inch studio monitors with a mm-hmm. desk. You know De- what I dedicated mean? dedicated I, room, I bedroom, play, my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I play game games on, on my uh, on my speakers and shit. So oh, that's <laughs> I'm always <dope>. in there. <laughs> uh, what video game are you playing right now? Uh, recently, I've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. That's and a good one. Halo Infinite. Oh, that's With not a good one. That's not a good one. You should try Splitgate. Splitgate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I play Splitgate split too, but uh, they don't really play that. Yeah. Uh, Clue and Savage Habits. Shout out the homies. I usually game with them the most, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing games with Savage Habits the other day. Um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about, the, about your process when you sit down and make music? What does that look like? Um... Sometimes I have an idea, but most of the time I just go in there and I'm making random sounds until mm-hmm. I find something that has potential or like sparks, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. An idea for me. And I just go from there, honestly. A lot of it's an accident usually, but I do get ideas for sure. Absolutely. So do you think you are a listener or a talker? Um... 50-50, honestly. 50. Sometimes more than others. Yeah. Probably I'm, a listener, but that's mainly just because I'm usually around people I don't know. Yeah. You know Bell. what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely anxious around new people. Once yeah. I get to vibe with someone, I'm definitely a talker. Right, yeah, definitely that route right there. <clears throat> okay, so if a genie could grant you three wishes that cannot directly benefit you, what do you think those three wishes are going to be? Um uh straight to women's rights with that. Um I think anybody should be able to do what they want with their own body, honestly. Um 
I mean, it, it's hot out here too, so we're gonna go with the homeless people. Honestly, I don't know what I would do for my third. Really, though, honestly, but man, no more, no more people in jail for plants. No more people. Yeah, in jail yeah, for that plants. definitely shouldn't be a thing. Uh, I know they've been working on that one for sure too, but um, yeah, I don't know how far that's come at this point. Hopefully, they get that shit figured out though. So the day of a show, what does that look like for you? What time do you wake up and do you have like any pre-show rituals? Um, honestly, the only thing I really do is re-export the same USB I've been working on just to make sure. And I do a couple edits like 10 minutes before I have to leave before mm-hmm. my set. Um, as anybody else would, I guess, because I know that's a pretty bad habit or pretty bad habit for DJs nowadays. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so do you get pre-show jitters and how do you deal with those pre-show jitters? Um, I used to, honestly, I guess if I was playing at a bigger show, I might, but, um, the local stuff now, it doesn't really affect me anymore. You know what I mean? Absolutely. When I was new, I definitely had that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, and um, is was liquid courage ever involved? I know a lot of people definitely oh, down yeah. some shots, smoke oh, some yeah. pot. Oh yeah, for the culture. For the for the culture. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. No, I definitely do my own part. Okay. So, say you had an extra hour a day of free time. What are you gonna do with that hour a day of free time? Um. An extra hour a day of free time. Honestly, probably just relax. I can't tell you if it would be between playing games or music production or mm-hmm. just laying in Hanging bed out, watching TV with the woman. Yep. Uh-huh. It's usually that's about all I do on the daily basis unless I'm at work. Don't, between don't. those three things. And I have really bad ADHD, so I can't even make up my mind on what I want to do yeah. at the time. It's always I random. I definitely have ADHD. Even when it's I'm playing games, I play like ten at a time. It's hard for me to yeah focus. If on that, one game. I play like four games of one game, and then I feel like playing yeah. something else all yeah. of a sudden. And I go through like at least four or five games a day sometimes. Plus, I produce. It's just like mm-hmm. I'm bored as shit all the time, and I have ADHD. Nothing can entertain me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you could go back in time and make little changes to your childhood so you could learn and master one thing over the years and be an expert on it today, what do you think it would be? Um, uh, probably just like take, taking my dad's advice on picking up a music instrument and learning some sort of music theory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he always put it in my face like, you should play this, you should play this, because he played a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just never took him up on it. I was a child. My mind was elsewhere at the time, you know? But mm-hmm. if I would have learned music theory, I would ha- have so much more of an advantage that I want now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So if you could... R- if you could rid the world of one thing, what would it be? Mm. Cancer. Cancer? That's a cancer. good one. Definitely cancer. We'd have a lot more people here if it wasn't for uh, cancer. I'd say either mosquitoes or Iceland. Those, both of those motherfuckers have it coming. Iceland, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so besides EDM, what kind of music do you listen to and like, what did you grow, grow up listening to? 
Um, so whenever I was a kid, the first stuff I used, I, all right, to start this off, I hate mm. country music. Yeah. Country music is terrible. Uh, all of it? It bothers me. You don't even like, you don't even like Old Town Road? No. You're breaking my heart right now. No, You're breaking it. my heart none right now. Honestly, I'm sorry. I can't do it. It's just, I don't know. It must be the aesthetic that I don't like. You know what I mean? I don't know. I really don't know what the deal is. But anyway, it started, started off, uh, corn. Uh, Fire. Lincoln Park, Fire. maybe uh, a little bit of incubus. So, yeah, early two thousands rock. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I, I I feel fucking terrified when I hear ninety eight nine call that classic rock. Yeah, it breaks my it breaks rock. my heart when I hear them call Lincoln Park classic rock. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty sad. Um, and then uh, my stepmom at the time, I think she showed me mm-hmm. um, MTV. Mm. And I learned about rap music. I can't remember off the top of my head who the first rapper I heard was, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I had 50 Cent, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. You know for, I mean? the, for the kids out there, MTV used to play more than just ridiculousness. They actually used to play music videos, Beavis and Butthead, and a few, a few other good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Before yeah. ridiculousness now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, are you a Kansas City native, or um, are you from somewhere else? Where, where, where all have you lived? I, I'm actually from Kearney, mm-hmm. past Liberty. That's where I graduated from. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was born in Independence, and now I live in Kansas City. I've only been here for like a year. So, yeah, I, I haven't been here long. I'm actually quite new to this, this scene. This whole area. Yeah. yeah. Subsick has only been... Um, going on for a year now mm-hmm. since I moved here. Honestly, I rebranded from Bright Night. That's who I used to be. Yeah. So, so speaking speaking of Subsick, how how did you come up with the name? Um. So, this is a funny story. Uh, there is a lot of successful rappers that had the name Lil. And then yeah. after a while, yeah. random people just started going on with it, and it just kind of became a popular thing in the in the rap community. Community with like, uh, how to pronounce your name? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, an EDM, it would be the word sub, sub. yeah, small, little, small, yeah. yeah. And uh, also that means low end too, the bass, the subs. You know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. um. So there's like Subtronics, Subdoctor. Um, there's others I can't think of right now off the top of my head, but you know there's Subsick. Bangers, yeah, yeah, bangers. And then I just put two C's at the end, <laughs> mm-hmm. just a little misspell for the fun of it, because that's also you know it's kind of a thing. Yeah, I've once had my name misspelled Lagan. I don't know how you misspell Logan, but Lagan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everybody was like, yeah, that's why you're so slow all the time. <laughs> you're <laughs> lagging out, man. Lagging out. Lagging out. Okay, so what do you think are the best and the worst purchases you've ever made? Um, The best purchase I ever made was definitely probably Serum. Mm-hmm. I want to say FL Studio because, you know, this is, my, this is my art. This is what I love. This is what I do. Absolutely. But, um... FL is amazing to me, but Serum is where I've made almost all of my sounds, and it's what taught me how to like sound design the most, mm-hmm. just from playing with it. You know what I mean? Like self-taught. Mm-hmm. Everything is self-taught for sure. Um, the worst thing I ever bought, though, was 
probably my my Ford Focus. Definitely my Ford Focus. Mm-hmm. Um, did not have the money to pay for that thing. Oh man. Yeah, did not have the money to pay for that thing. I do not have that car anymore. Hell that being hell. said, I do not like making payments on stuff either. I buy, I buy my cars um, in cash. For the, yeah, everything. My brother, if my I brother can, once it bought a car with no engine. But no. Yeah, so they're they're they're, that's a they're worse. Yeah, like, that's, he, he's he's <laughs> committed. It ne- it never got running. It never got running. Yeah, no. Um Yeah. Okay, so if you could instantly master any instrument, what do you think it would be? Piano, hundred percent. Just because, 100%. like, that's all. That's all I need all for the production. Keys, teaches you all the notes. Yeah, that's all I need for production too. I just use a MIDI keyboard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, and I can get a plug-in to use almost any virtual instrument that's gonna sound very natural. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You can find anything out there on the internet. So, can you tell me about your worst experience playing a show, and what did you learn about learn from it? Um, probably just playing, just like know who you're playing a show for, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, um, sometimes things aren't going to go your way, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, go to a show and, I mean, honestly, I really don't know. There's, it's basically, it just, I, I don't know about that one, honestly, to be real with you. I couldn't tell you on that one. All right. Well, do you have a favorite smell and why? Favorite smell. Um, probably gonna go with like coffee. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls, oh, vanilla, cinnamon anything rolls. with like a smooth smell, I yeah. guess I should say. You have um any advice someone has given you either inside the ind- industry or out that has kind of stuck with you? Um probably just uh Eric Stone teaching me how to play on CDJs. Shout out mm. Eric Stone. He's a good guy. I play on CDJs almost everywhere I go now. It's like preferred to me at this point. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. Yeah. So, what would you consider the remo- the most rewarding part of your job? Um, probably just like the fans and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting that, getting um, all that no, positive energy and yeah, feedback. Yeah, I, I, I make music for everybody else. I make it for myself, of course, but, like, I want to share my music with everybody. Yeah. I'm nothing without my fans, you know what I mean? So. There's no better high than it, just feeling a bunch of people coming together to listen to your music of course, or something like that. Of course, Support for, you. The first time I went to a festival, actually, that's what inspired me to mm-hmm. make music and stuff. Do you, do you know what festival that was? Uh, Dance Festopia, I oh, believe. Oh, yeah. Actually, I just seen, like, everybody head bobbing in sync. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I don't remember who the artist was, but it was definitely... I was probably <laughs> tripping, too. Definitely, I should say. Um, so I'm seeing all these people, like, in sync. I'm thinking the most of it. You know what I mean? Um, so it definitely inspired me. It was insane. I was like, I want to be that guy. I want to do that. I want my music to make pe- people do that right there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That is amazing Absolutely. to me. So if you could go on tour for one year in any foreign country, where would you like to go? Um, probably like UK or Germany over in that area because I know they, they can appreciate bass music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where it comes from. 
yeah. the most of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Netherlands. Of, yeah, a lot of great Eastern, artists Western, G- there. Germany, when the Berlin Wall fell, there uh-huh. was a great collab there. Also, Australia. Australia would be, Australia tight. Would be tight. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Australia. I've never been across seas. Yeah. So... I flew over the sea to go to Mexico once. Nice. I, 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 I think that counts. Yeah, honestly, I would, I'd be happy to go anywhere across seas at that point, honestly, I think. So what is the uh, most embarrassing thing you've ever done on a date? Most embarrassing thing I've ever done on a date? I don't know, honestly. Uh, probably, start, I can start you off. One probably, time... I was dropping this girl off, and she invites me in, but I'm about to shit my pants. No cap, I'm about to shit my pants. And she's like, oh, please come in. Da, 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 da. I'm like, I'm sorry, I gotta go. Da, da, da. I got family stuff to take care of. It's an emergency. I can't just, I can't come in. That's hilarious, honestly. Yeah. Um, I can think of something. I know, so I have ADHD. I think I just said that a minute ago. But I used to date this chick and it only lasted for like a day mm-hmm. i was like only in middle school too yeah you. yeah but middle school i interrupt people or... so bad like it is ridiculous and i think she just got so fucking annoyed <laughs> right away like talk. this isn't gonna work yeah at least that's what i think like i think i was just talking way too much because honestly mm-hmm. now that i can remember back i used to interrupt the shit out of her like she never yeah. even got to talk yeah uh, that's definitely it. I have definitely met a few girls like that as well, though. Um, so who would be your absolute dream collaboration dash back to back? Um, probably between Liney and that's who I would want to DJ with. I think, but I feel like I could learn a lot from from producing with Blurred Vision and or Blank Space. Oh, I felt blank space. So what do you think? I mean, if you could open up for any three artists, who 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 would you want your lineup to be? Um probably uh blank space, space wizard, and um this is gonna be kinda different, but Oh of, no, I love different. Of the trees. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That would be such a random lineup. But of See, the trees, I know, so I know, thing. but I would love the random lineup because it would bring such a weird combination of crowd together. Yeah. Um, I definitely went to the. I think it should. I I went to the Limp Biscuit show. I think it should have been called the Biscuit and Gravy show. But you definitely could tell the people who are going for Limp Biscuit, and you could tell the people who are going for uh, Young Gravy. Yeah, um, I haven't seen Young Gravy, but that dude is a goof. That him and Diplo yeah. make some great tunes together. You know what I mean? That shit, was, he's funny as hell. So, do you think your music has a specific sound, and how would you describe it? Um, I don't know. I make a lot of different stuff. Most people would say I make hybrid trap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I used to think I was making and, rhythm. And how would you explain like, that to know. somebody who's not super into EDM and doesn't quite understand the subgenres yet? Um, it's like a, a mixture between hard dubstep or like... Mm-hmm. Ri- I guess it's a mixture between rhythm and trap music. Mm-hmm. I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or, yeah, I, I don't know, honestly. 
It's like it's like sounds you would use in hard dubstep, but you're yeah. using like trap um beats, trap and, beats and like the movement, the idea behind it. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. The way you structure do you your use, song. Do you use lyrics? Yeah, I honestly loop a lot of yeah. stuff. I usually find like one good phrase about something mm-hmm. and I loop it or chop it, cut it up, echoes and stuff like that. What are you most excited about in relation to your job this year? In, in relation to my job? job? Yeah. Getting more hours? Honestly, like yeah. uh, they they cut our hours because I work at Guitar Center right now. Mm-hmm. It's a retail store, mm-hmm. and we aren't selling anything right now. And because I'm every you get some commission, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make commission. I used to be a manager, but I went back down so I can get my commission. Mm-hmm. And uh, that being said, they're only working the managers right now. So I chose the worst time ever because yeah. everything is so expensive right now. You were so like yeah, you were preaching to the choir. And unfortunately, here. music is truly a luxury. So mm-hmm. like nobody has the money to come in and pay like $700 for a guitar right now, especially when it was 600 yeah. last month. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. not a good time. So like they don't have the money to keep all the employees in there all the time. Mm-hmm. And Doesn't uh, make sense. they laid, laid off quite a few. I'm lucky I wasn't one of those people, mm-hmm. but still I just need some more hours. Yeah. This economy is not going to last for too much longer. Yeah, but I have merch going right now. So if you guys want some merch, hit me up. I got you on the shirts. Uh, they're glow in the dark on the front, my skull, and the mm-hmm. back. It says Substick. It's reflective. So as soon as the light hits, it reflects. It's pretty cool. Badass. Okay. So if you could throw a charity concert or a benefit concert for any cause, what do you think it would be? Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to think on that. Probably... At this moment being said, probably for women's rights, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. We need to change that as soon as we can. Absolutely. So like at this time, unfortunately that's something that I would want. Yeah, I would want to raise money to stop. It's kind of a shifting thing of bullshit we have to take care of and they just keep piling on more. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, I guess that that's the one, unfortunately. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. So say you're opening up for a show. People are still coming in. The vibes are kind of low. What do you do to get the crowd hyped up, pumped, going, ready, ready for the the headliners and the people 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 ahead of you? Um, I don't know. I feel like it, um, I I try not to get on the mic as much because usually before an event like you were we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. I like to drink. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So once I pick up the mic. It's like, I got to go back for it again in a minute. So most of the time, I'll just call out the fact that I have an original, like, the next 10 songs are original, and I like to play a completely original set. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, that's about it. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what makes me unique and stand out from the rest, is I can play a completely original set, all of my tunes, a whole hour. I could probably make it to almost two at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It, it's all there. Absolutely. So what is the funniest thing you did as a kid that your st- parents still talk about as t- to this day? That I did as a kid? Yeah. Probably. My parents are always giving me shit about Probably ironing about my clothes in, uh, at like four in the morning when I was supposed <laughs> to be asleep. <laughs> and I set the fire alarm off because oh, man. I was also ironing the carpet. 
and the carpet was like melted and matted down from all the places I was like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Trying to iron the carpet. Um, yeah, my mom always gives me shit about that as, as an adult still to this day. I, the one I'm most proud of is they taught me how to walk by holding a beer in front of me. They actually have it on camera. <laughs> they have it on camera teaching me how to walk by holding a beer in front oh, of Oh, wait. Me. Is that what you're talking did, did you ask the most, like, if they were most proud? Um, proud, question? funny. Any, oh, okay. Any, I like, got crazy you. story from, like, when you were a kid you. that, like, you're yeah, yeah, proud. Yeah, okay. That, that, I was like, just making sure I didn't misunderstand the question. If you got another story, I'd love to hear it. Um... I don't know, honestly. Other than that's like the number one right off the top of my head. I was just making sure I was understanding the question yeah. right there. I was like, "Yeah, no." Okay. Honestly, I can't remember shit from my childhood. They're small, little, oh, funny my things. Parents and they'll are come back. Making my parents are always bringing shit up, but they also have like early Alzheimer's, so they mix up which kid did what. I feel they're like they're giving I us too. shit for uh, what the other kid did. That's funny. But I swear to God, my dad was drunk last week telling me how I got my ass beat in the Home Depot, and I'm like, I don't remember getting my ass beat in the Home Depot. I remember getting my ass beat in the Walmart. Yeah, but the Home Depot. I, I feel don't like some that. of my memories are lost from my childhood and i see <laughs> something or like hear something and i'll like unlock one like remember that one time you know what i mean mm -hmm. um also that being said this cern stuff with this uh like what is it a uh, hydrogen particle collider or some right. shit. oh the large hydro large hydrogen collider hydrogen collider hadron hadron whatever it is um yeah I saw something today, and they changed uh, the name more, of apparently. Double Stuff on Oreo. Yeah, apparently there's a bunch of Mandela effect yeah, stuff. I don't even care anymore. It was Double Stuffed, and now it's Double Stoof. I, I don't even know where you... If I'm getting teleported into universes, hopefully, one of, hopefully the next jump will be the jump home or the jump to a better universe. Yeah. I don't care. Wherever I'm at right now, it's mids as hell. But like, if that's the case, I feel like... That damn machine's hiding my damn memories from me. Like, why do I got to see shit or, you know what I mean? It's just like missing. Remind myself. But no, I think we all know that they were double stuffed Oreos. And if you go look now, it just says double, like, stoof. Double stoof. S-T-U-F. One F. One F. S-T-U-F. Double stoof. I know we're in a simulation. I do not want to think about it. Like, what the fuck, man? That's so weird. So that's not even that doesn't even sound good the way it's spelled. Yeah. So, so what do you do to de-stress and unwind and just like chill out? Um, I uh, smoke a lot of weed. Same daily, uh, <laughs> and I usually play games or just. Uh, I guess if I'm completely chilling out, play games, but I can't play those forever because I don't feel productive. That being mm -hmm. said, um, a producing music is like one of the best things to catch my attention mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i i don't know it's the best way i occupy myself i don't get as bored of that Absolutely. you know what i mean my imagination is constantly running for sure so what inspires you um i think what inspires me is like good people of course but mm -hmm. like um original like completely original ideas and themes you know what i mean like um 
I would say one of the most influential people for me right now in the mm-hmm. music scene would be Hole mm-hmm. and and Space Laces. The way that they set up these really un, un long mixes of all unreleased music. You know what I mean? And maybe one or two of the tunes gets rinsed and released. Yeah. You know what I mean? In like forever. So I kind of want to do the same that. thing. That's that's kind of the what I've been going for. That's why paint, I make so much paint music. A large canvas. Yeah. Some of it's gonna be good. Yeah, but I I have a lot of <laughs> tunes, but not all of them I'm proud of equally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I just want to keep on going. And right now I have a lot of unreleased stuff. I'm tr- I just want to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody that's, that's, has a lot of unreleased that's stuff. My, unreleased that's my goal art, right now. Unreleased paintings. Every every artist has unreleased stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my goal right now, though. I so just, I just want that. What mix. inspired? <coughs> what inspired you to get into music? Uh, what inspired me to get into music? Um, definitely that time whenever I was at Dance Fest, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I was tripping. Everybody was headbanging in sync. I think they were playing rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, it was amazing. I. It was the first time I've ever been to a festival. There were so many people I had never witnessed anything like that before. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted I wanted to be that person to make that happen. So, my next question is: Were there any concerts or shows or that in particular stand out in your mind? Is is that it? That dance fest show? Or are um, there any other ones that kind of stand out in your mind? Um, definitely seeing like uh, dang, who was the best I seen in just music wise? I think Space Laces. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I saw him in concert. Um, I got to meet him afterwards too. He signed my shirt and everything. It was a really cool experience. But I love that guy's sound design. And mm-hmm. um, then I seen him play on Excision stage. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, so he has a whole setup, dude. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it did him a lot of justice. Dude deserves everything. Honestly, he's a mm-hmm. great producer. So so. What's just a random, fun, silly memory that just pops up in your head when thinking back about your career? Um, the fact that I used to make future bass. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, honestly, I don't even listen to it like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, it's not that I don't dislike it. I think it's good. I still listen to it a little bit. But like, I used to be Bright Night, and I, then I started making like heavy bass music and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it kind of steered the other direction, and I just felt like I needed to rebrand. Mm-hmm. And now I make this, and I've tried to make a future bass tune, and I literally can't. So I don't know what happened, yeah. or like what, if it's just a phase or what that was. Just keep working at it. Yeah, just I just keep going, Everybody but like that's never what comes going. out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll like, get to, it'll get to you eventually. Yeah. So, do you have any particular artists that inspire you, and what about them inspire you? Um, probably just the top four would probably be Liney, Space Laces, Blank Space, and of the trees i think Mm -hmm. um so all of them are definitely kind aside from space laces space laces is just just like the hard dubstep sound design you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um but the others are kind of just like the way like they have their own natural sound in Mm -hmm. every song even though every song is different you know what i mean yeah i I try to strive for the same thing 
So when you create music, do you create it for yourself or do you create it for your audience? Um, definitely both. Definitely both. Um, I I always start with myself. Mm. It's you know gotta I mean? come from the heart. It's yeah. gotta come from the heart. And like I said, I I just like to play around in sound design until I make mm. something that has potential, and then I get a whole song made. And then once I'm like, you know what I mean? I have the whole loops going. I have everything structured. I have a build and I have a drop. At that point, I start messing with stuff. Think, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how can I make this? How can I put more spice on this to turn up the crowd? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just before it gets released, before it's just, you know what I mean? A generic, everybody's, um, you don't want everybody to expect anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you want to surprise everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep them on their toes. Yeah. So how do you see your sound and your brand evolving in the next five years? Um, sound hopefully still sounds similar, just evolved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I want I change is good, but absolutely. You know what I mean? I definitely make bass music, but I don't know. This is me talking at twenty six. I guess we'll see what happens in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. To be real, with yeah, you. I'm twenty five, about to be twenty six, and I just started taking life seriously two months ago. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely <laughs> feel that. Um, like I said, I was bright and I, and I was making like future bass, and then I started. I don't even know what I started doing, honestly. I just started making heavy bass. I started making mm-hmm. my own sounds in the synthesizer is what I started doing versus just using stock plugins and playing chords and, like, post-processing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's when I really started Subsick, honestly, because all, t- all my sounds were not Bright Night by any means. You know what I yeah. mean? They were all really crunchy, distorted. I was making a lot of things just work. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, between EQ and the lows out of stuff and layering stuff up, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was really experimenting at the time. Absolutely. So, so what were you like in high school? High school? High school. Quiet stoner, I think, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I had, like, a friend group, I think. It's funny. We were all stoners, too. I mean, I... I I think I started, honestly, I'll be honest, I started smoking weed when I was, like, 13 years old, I believe, you mm. know what I mean? So, like, and then I once, I always, when, I, when you're a kid, you always talk about that stuff with friends and stuff, you know what I mean? So, I feel like I was judged for that in early age, so I just became a part of the stoner group, mm. you know what I mean? So, it's just kind of what happened as a kid. Mm. I feel that. I definitely was a stoner kid. <laughs> oh, I definitely was. I feel like definitely at an, er- at an early age. I- I've heard some people tell me they started smoking younger, but I, mm. you know what I mean? Still, I definitely yeah. think that's way too young. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I was Brain just... Brain is still developing so Yeah, much. I was a kid, though. You know yeah. what I mean? What are you going to do? <laughs> so, do you have any music teachers that stand out in your mind that, like, really help you? Music teachers? Probably not. Shout out to YouTube. That's I'm all self taught. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past year, I've worked at Guitar Center, and I've had quite a few coworkers like show me a few different things. That I pay attention to everything. I I love music. I'm always trying to learn new things about it. I will always listen to anything anybody has to say about it. But um, yeah. That being said, all my coworkers have helped me out a lot. I've taken a lot of that stuff and applied it to production and stuff like that. I feel, I feel. Would you rather be able to talk to animals or every foreign language? 
Mm, probably animals. Yeah. Yeah, probably animals, cause humans kind of suck, and I want to know what the animals have to say about some things. You know what I mean? Versus mm-hmm. just knowing a different language. You know what I mean? That I can. You can learn a different language too. Different language. Nobody else can talk like actually talk yeah. to animals. You're not though. gonna learn. Yeah, you're gonna. You're gonna have to you the can dog. Actually be able to talk. To you know. Animals. So like he ain't. You can't just understand. But see, do you think bark. anybody will believe you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think anybody will believe Barks you? Barks twice. You're just good, good he with said stuff. he wants a treat. <laughs> like no. You could have uh, your fans remember you for one thing. What would you want want it to be? Um, my music, hundred mm-hmm. percent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, that's all I'm here for. That's that. I feel like that's um my calling, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean. So like uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna leave behind too when I die. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's what I'm here for. Hundred percent. So what does the word plur mean to you? Um, probably just, you know, like, um, there's a lot of shit going on in society mm-hmm. nowadays. And there's a lot of different people. A lot of negativity. And, yeah, a lot, lot of, of negativity. And everybody goes to a rave or a festival, if you will, to escape from these things. Mm-hmm. Also, absolutely. Also, like, it, it used to be escape for people who were different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now it's a bigger culture. Mm-hmm. So, it really is. You know what I mean? It's gotten so, so much bigger in the yeah. last 10, 20 years. And, and so, that some people don't understand that type of culture when they go. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of Chads and Karens yeah. out there. Yeah. So, there are a lot you know of what I mean? Misconceptions, too. So, like, yeah. But, I mean. If, I love it, it because I feel like it's. There are so many different people from so many walks of life that come together to listen. They have the same passion for music. Yeah, definitely. It's a beautiful experience for sure. For sure. I recommend it to anybody. I just come with a good energy, please. Yeah, don't don't go to a concert if you're just going to be pissed off yeah. all the time. Please this don't. This isn't a heavy metal Please con- don't bring, concert. It, bring negative vibes. Unless they're mosh pitting. In yeah, the, you the can bring angry pit. vibes and mosh pit. Yeah, that's but it. But you, you don't bring, like, freaking bring, bring everybody down vibes. Right. Don't be a negative Nancy. Not at all. So, uh, on the flip side of that question, what the hell is a wook? A wook? Um... Yeah. I think that is I've I've done this before too. This is funny, but somebody who like say your friend is pulling up for a festival mm-hmm. and you walk out with nothing but yourself and the clothes you have on, your phone mm-hmm. in your pocket, with your wallet, you're about to wook it out. <laughs> you're about to wook it out, fucking. You God, are about yes. to wook it out, dude. Like, where is your tent? <laughs> where is your tent don't worry i got it bro you know so like <laughs> it's 10 i'm not, i don't plan on sleeping yeah uh i went to happy fest happy fest last and my buddy Devin was picking me up and i hopped in the car with just my backpack i didn't have a tent or anything and he just looked at me like what the hell mm-hmm. what are you doing <laughs> I did look it out a little bit, but I knew my buddy was going to have his RV down there, so that's pretty much where I stayed all weekend. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't have my tent. He just kind of looked at me like, "Are you really about to look it out?" Really and about I was to look just it out? Like, just hell, no. hell yeah, brother! I got it. I got it covered though. I got I got <laughs> clothes in the bag. That's all I need. Yeah. So, 
what advice would you give to an inspire, aspiring DJ or someone looking to get into the scene but doesn't know how? Um, just reach out, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, everybody has anxiety about reaching out to people or like being the new guy. Mm-hmm. I definitely could understand that. I've only been here for a year. But um, some things aren't as they seem. You know what I mean? You could You could judge things before you get there and think... You know what I mean? Everybody talks. Everybody has an uh, a, a point of view, if mm-hmm. you will. And when you're new, everybody's trying to feed you with all this these point of views. You know what I mean? So just try to like make form form your own ideas. Don't listen to what anybody else says, and also make mm-hmm. yourself known. Don't be afraid to talk to other people, but Absolutely. always remember. You know what I mean? Some things aren't as they seem. Mm-hmm. So take that as you will. Absolutely. What is something you've done that no one would expect that you, you would have done it? Um, make dubstep. Make dubstep. <laughs> Hands down, like I mm-hmm. said. You didn't think, like, in high school, nobody thought you were going to be a musical kid or no. anything like that? No, like oh. I said, I was just that stoner. Like, all I, all I did was, like, I, I went to school, mm-hmm. and, like, right after school, we, we were growing weed in high school. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, out in the woods and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, we were doing our thing, man. We were some fuck-ass little kids okay. for sure. But, um... Like, uh, like I said, I did start producing a little, I found FL studio, like mm-hmm. when I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. So or young no, age, so no. you're right. You're getting it. Was I, four, was I 14? Yeah, I think I was 14 at mm-hmm. the time. So I've been producing for like 16 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. No, I was definitely, I was 15 cause I've only been producing for like 15 mm-hmm. years now. Excuse me. But anyway, I just found FL Studio, but it, like it came and it, I didn't play with it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was a demo version at that, and I would download it at all my friends' houses on their computers because I didn't even have one at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did not have a computer, and like I said, I didn't pay attention to music either. And so, after a while, I decided I got into it a little bit more. I think I had a laptop or something like that mm-hmm. around me all the time. And I downloaded the, I bought the standard version finally. So I could actually save my projects instead of the demo version. You can play with it and use everything, but you can't save what you got. When Mm -hmm. you're done, it's going to wipe it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I started saving tracks and then I started making like, I I think I got a trap drum kit and Mm -hmm. I started making like little trap drum loops and stuff like that and like simple little beats Started getting the hang of Started that a little bit. There. Yeah, and I made rap beats for some friends, and then I needed a producer name. And <laughs> honestly, that's where Bright Night came from. Um, so I like it. Yeah, I, like I it. Uh, was making beats uh, under Bright Night for a lot of different local rappers. One mm-hmm. being Hammer. His name is Nick Hammer. Mm-hmm. He's very talented kid, honestly. He was really young when we started, too. I think the dude was like 18, 17, 18 or something like that. And um, I was like 20 at the time. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I didn't, I didn't come from any of the production or any of the background or anything. I just yeah. found it and grew an interest and an obsession. What is one work-related skill that you would like to develop, especially if you could do it easily? 
Um, work developed skill. Probably run like lights and graphics. Lights, vi- visuals. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that'd be it's just as important. Yeah, and um, I would have just as much fun. I think too. you said last time there are actual video DJs, right? Yeah, you, I I had never heard of them. Yeah, so if you want to re-explain that, so basically, as the DJs up there controlling the music and making all these musical transitions and stuff, mm-hmm. the light guy and the video guy is like, well, specifically the video guy for the light board behind it. Yeah, he is like DJing those graphics and transitioning the graphics into the next song. So when Excision, all, all of you that have seen Excision and his crazy like storytelling type sets, if you will, or of the trees too. Last time I saw him, he's, mm. he it was, it was insane. He had a whole visual representation for everything and it told a story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know what I mean? So that's all from the video DJ. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. He's the, they have their own uh, visual artist too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it, okay. everything's custom for them. Very serious question. Maybe the most important question I ask on this podcast. Who do you think's the most best dressed in this room? Um, <laughs> we're gonna go with, we're gonna go with Dylan. I like the sandals <laughs> and whatever is on your shorts. Well. Good for you. Good for you, Dylan. I came from the, I came from the I came from the gym. <laughs> I'm fucking with the hair though, the red, white, and blue. Yeah, for thank sure. you, thank you. So, what is uh, what's your favorite holiday? Mountains, beach, uh, Europe. Where, if you can go anywhere on vacation in the world, where where, where are you going? I've what been are you to the beach a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to the mountains, but I really wanted snowboard on the mountains. Yeah, I love snowboarding. So, like, if I can go on the mountain. One time thinking, with all the homies too. Like, are you thinking American mountains? You thinking European um, mountains? So I've already been to Colorado. I would love to ride those mountains, but mm. I would also really like to go to Oregon because I've never been yeah, there before. I've, I've been, I've, I've skied Mount Hood. It's, it's an really. Experience. I would love to just, yeah, I'd love to go down there. Hundred percent. I was not That'd very awesome. good. I was a chubby eighth grader with bad balance <laughs> skills, but I loved it. I used to skateboard like back yeah. in the day too. Yeah, like, that's, I, I still, that's also where I should say I spend a lot of my time skateboarding I still can, too. I still skateboard a little bit too, but I'm still kind of a chubby kid with fucking bad balance skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel that. So what's your uh, Zodiac sign? And do you think Zodiac signs affect the type of music people are going to make? Do you think certain Zodiac signs make are more artistic than others? Um, they, I, they might be, I don't, probably, um, I would have to look up all the DJs and like, mm. you know what I mean? And kind of do a research I study. I'm definitely going to try but, to get a study done yeah. and see what Zodiac sign has the most DJs. It and definitely affects it their sub, character. genres and shit like that. Right. It definitely affects their character. Mm-hmm. But that being said, also, I've met multiple people who have, like, the same mm-hmm. qualities or character, and they like two different genres of electronic music or whatever that music mm-hmm. is, if you will. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you think people's names influence their personality all? Dylan, Chad, Karen, um, Megan? Chad and Karen is, like, huge. Lance. <laughs> Definitely, um, but 
I don't know. Some people don't look like their name or mm-hmm. sound like their name. Mm-hmm. Some people really, really do. Yeah. But I think we all Kevin, know. Kevin is a weird name yeah. for a lot of people. I'm sure not every Chad and Karen is terrible, but there's a great oh, they're out majority. There. I've, met, I've met a cool Karen. There's a great majority, though. Like, they gave themselves a bad name. My new neighbor, his name is Karen, and she seems nice, but she's also, like, president of the Homeowners Association, so, like, we think she's trying to, like, lure us in with fake kindness just to, like, see what we're about. Right. So what is the uh, silliest thing that you have an emotional attachment to or, like, your most treasured possession? Hmm. The silliest thing? Uh, probably my Tanjiro, like, statue mm-hmm. on top of my studio monitor. Uh, I'm sorry, a ton- what, what, what kind of statue? Demon Slayer. Okay. The Demon okay. Slayer, Tanjiro. It's like a, uh, it's a statue of him on top of my studio monitor that will never leave. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's honestly fucking kick-ass. I mean, it's silly because it's no, a toy, if you no, will. That sounds badass. But you know what no, I mean? That sounds badass. His, like, his um, ka- kimono is blowing in the wind. He's got his samurai sword. All my and friends love fucking Demon Slayer. And if, they, a, if, they, if they heard me not recognize that whoever that was, they're, they're going to come after me. Is it the cherry trees that are like pink blossoms? Yeah. Yeah, there's like cherry trees behind him, too. Oh, that's badass. If that's what those are, the Japanese ones, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pink blossom trees. Yeah, it's just like a whole statue. It's tight. Okay. Shout so, out to Demon Slayer. That's my favorite anime yeah. and show. I guess I've been I've been told it's fire. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, do you have any friends that have helped you along your journey that you'd like to give a shout out to? Um, we're gonna go with Eric Stone, and we're gonna go with um Clue and Hellbent. Both of them have helped me out just as mm-hmm. much as, as I've helped them. Um, they're both pretty good producers themselves. Also, um, shout out to everybody who's putting on shows in this city, including Zooks, High Tech, um, Impact, everybody who has helped put mm-hmm. me on, Crowd Control as Crowd well. Crowd Control, all great companies, all great people to work yes, with. Yes, yes, very appreciative. Have you ever felt starstruck meeting an artist? Um... Yeah, a little bit actually. Um, to be honest, I think it was Virtual Riot this past festival. Mm-hmm. I walked up to him. I I met Mode Step, talked to him, dapped him up, and everything. Uh, his set was insane. Um, had to dap the dude up. But when it came up to Virtual Riot, he was talking to everybody, and I walked up to him, and I absolutely I did not know what to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, yeah, this is the man lo- right here. I lost for words. Yeah, I, was like, I would this be is the too. Dude. Yeah, that's the only that's the only one. Like I said, I met Space Laces. He was cool. I met DMVU, Space Wizard, John Casey. Whenever I opened up for Jansen, see, I feel like if I ever met somebody that I'm like is gonna make me starstruck, I'm gonna hopefully have a blunt, and that's just gonna be my go-to. I'm like, hey, do you want to smoke this blunt with me? Yeah, I did not have a blunt. Hopefully, when I was, hopefully we when can was... just vibe it out. That'll that'll get yeah. me into. Figuring out what what the, what what to say. Yeah, no, like I guess I could have even like just reached out to dap him up if anything, like I did mode step, but like mm-hmm. I just stood there like I looked at Devin Debris, my uh, homie photographer too. He uh, <laughs> he just looked at me like, "Are you gonna say anything?" And I just stood there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so how do you go about responding to fans in the community, social media, in person? Um, I think I'm pretty humble, pretty out there. You know what I mean? I reply to everybody. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have any problems there. I know there's a lot of people who want to, uh, collab and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm really bad about, um, I'm working, just that being said, I'm working on like seven collabs right now. Mm-hmm. So, God damn, that's yeah. a lot to juggle. You know, and plus my original content, mm-hmm. and I'm starting something new too that I can't talk about. So, mm-hmm. plus all my shows, you know what I mean, and my job. It's just like I'm trying, and it's really hard to get through all that. To be honest with you, so well, I forgot what the main question was. On his, honestly, just talking about all that. <laughs> How do you respond to your homie, the fan? Your, yeah, the fans? yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm definitely doing my best. Um, I respond to everybody, mm-hmm. but I know that specifically mm-hmm. could be a <laughs> challenge. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, what do you think your spirit animal is? An owl. Owl? Ooh, ooh. Night owl? Yeah, and definitely a night owl. And just uh, watches quite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I guess that's me too. Okay. So, what is your favorite thing about tech and your least favorite thing? About tech. Technology, yeah. My favorite thing is making electronic music. Mm-hmm. Um, and my least favorite is probably Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Because we've had it for a, a really long for time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like it's been a, a decade at least. Oh, it ha- I, I'm sure. And um, it's 2022. We're still having issues. Yeah. So... Come on, man. Get your shit together, Bluetooth. <laughs> we need Red Tooth by now. Yeah, we Red, need tooth. Red Tooth. So when you first started making music, was it a hobby or did you know right away that's what you wanted to do? Um, it was definitely a hobby at first. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I never really got into music. If anything, I played the snare drum in band class and I didn't even try. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I didn't even want to do it. It was I could do art and vocal. I really wanted to do art because I like drawing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to do vocal. So it was art and vocal or band class. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, Rough I guess I'm going to go to band class, play the snare drum, didn't like it. And um, then I found FL Studio, like I said, but I just had the demo version. And I played with it a mm-hmm. little bit. So it, I guess it was a hobby at first. And then I got a, I, I bought it outright, got that trap kit, and started making those rap beats under Bright Night. Mm-hmm. And then eventually got told about serum and made my own sounds and once i made uh stompin is the first track i ever made mm-hmm. as subsick if you guys have ever heard stompin um that after that i knew i was capable of doing a lot more than what i was instantly like mm-hmm. you know what i mean i still can't believe i'm here doing this every time i make a track I, like it's just random i'm just experimenting i'm playing around so so, um, yeah. how do you handle the challenge and the pressure of juggling a regular job, DJing, a family, social life? That's definitely the hardest part of being a DJ or an artist in general is trying to make time for your friends and family and your art on top of 
not being a full-time artist and having to have a career or a job and not mm-hmm. a, not a career i would say because that's what i want for my that's that would be my ultimate career you know what i mean that's what i want to make my career so i have to make time for my job too and a lot of times that can get in the way of like making time for your friends and family and it sucks you know Absolutely. what i mean so um i definitely try to do my best though it's hard for sure mm-hmm. So what do you think is the biggest sacrifice that you've made from, from, for your career? Biggest sacrifice I have made, probably time for my time. family. Absolutely, yeah. that's always the biggest that one. That being said, 100%. Okay, okay. So we're running about on time, so why don't you tell me about the upcoming collabs that you can tell me about? Why don't you tell me about the shows coming up that are that you're playing? Why don't you, yeah, tell me what's coming up for 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 you in the future? So I have a new song called Mutual Feel that dropped today mm-hmm. on all platforms. Um, it's with my buddy Hellbent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes like hard style, and I make whatever I make hybrid trap, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty crunchy, heavy tune. Um, I have a lot of I like I said I have like seven. Um, Collabs coming up that I, I can talk about a few. I'm doing one with Vanilla Gorillas. Um, always working on stuff with Clue. I got like two Clue tracks. One's a remix of Lil Bit by 50 Cent. Banger. Club national anthem type of shit. <laughs> um, the other one is going to be with Junkie. Mm-hmm. And then I have one with Lux Heavy and Swix. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of look, oh, so yeah. a lot of bad I'm probably forgetting about one right to. now, yeah. And yeah. then the shows I have, I just got chosen for Boss Wave. Oh, badass! Congratulations, uh, thank you. And that will be, uh, there's only four of us on there right now. Uh, it, it was like a, a production competition, mm-hmm. and so basically, they're gonna release the rest of the lineup. We're just kind of like smaller artists, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are playing at the festival but they're really releasing the big big lineup on july's 14th or 17th mm-hmm. i'll be sharing it so you'll know um it's going to be in philadelphia and then that's not till october 14th which mm-hmm. is my birthday too oh, so nice and i'm going to be playing on the big main stage it's going to be awesome oh, that's going to be, be amazing yeah so and then that's not until october so we have coming up august is going to be breakaway breakaway so excited for that yeah if you guys haven't got your tickets yet uh, you can use Subsick as a discount code to get 10% off your tickets and that's you can the get two them now. c's no yeah. k yep two c's s u b s i c c um, get 10% off. And then also I'll be playing the Panky Ring stage at Dance Festopia this year Bad in September. Um, and then there's a few other shows I can't really talk about, I mm-hmm. except for uh, Melting Sounds in Iowa with mm-hmm. Clue. I'll be headlining uh, in Iowa, and Clue's going to be opening up for me. He let okay. me. Nikki Rage, shout out to him. He let me bring out my own support too. So okay. that's really cool. It's like well, their nightclub up there. It sounds like we got a lot of badass shit to look forward to. Thank yeah. you for coming on the show. Absolutely appreciate it. I know time obviously is such an important commodity. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. But, definitely. And then I'd li- like to thank you, the listener. Um, I want you guys to have a good weekend. Remember, likes, ratings, shares really help us. That makes this that makes this all possible. And also remember, fuck the government, fuck the fuck the police, fuck the feds, fuck twelve, fuck, yeah, fuck twelve, fuck Russia, fuck the government, fuck the um, motherland.
fuck fentanyl dealers. I'm out. Fuck pretty much everybody, but love each other. Love your friends and love your family. Yeah. Plur. We in this together. Plur. <laughs> Thank you, Kansas City. You guys have a wonderful weekend and stay safe.